You're listening to Satellite Sisters. What's a Satellite Sister? The person you call when the best thing in your life happens or the worst. The person that gets you up, gets you going, and gets you through. And every once in a while, changes your mind. This podcast is part pep talk, part weekly check-in. Like grabbing coffee with a friend. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Satellite Sisterhood. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. Thanks for being with us today. I'm Leanne Dolan in Pasadena, California. I'm a writer, a producer, a podcaster, and we have a great show today, right, Jewel? Absolutely. This is Julie Dolan. I'm in Dallas, Texas. I'm the oldest sister. I'm a podcaster, an empty nester, an urban nana. Mm. This is Liz Dolan. I'm the middle sister. I'm in Santa Monica, California. I am a marketer and a podcaster, and I am very excited about today's show. Good. Liz, we we have exciting news. Our question of the day surrounds Martha Stewart's tag sale and why. (laughs) And we're giving this a special place in the show because we appreciate the deep work of satellite sister Amanda, who went to Martha Stewart's tag sale in Mm -hmm. Katona, New York, and reported back on her findings and posted photos in the Facebook group. Amanda, your reportage made our week. Thank you so much. Thank you. That it was great. She actually has a photo with Martha Stewart. I know. Amazing. And and the best is that she gave us a list of what she bought at Martha Stewart's tag sale, which I believe is like the quintessential Martha Stewart list. So my question of the day for you, Julie and Liz, is which one of these Martha items would you have bought at the tag sale? Okay, this is what Amanda bought. A fig tree, a Halloween decoration, a Christmas swag for mantle, a cashmere sweater, a concrete planter, a pedestal milk glass cake plate, mm-hmm. and an advice book that she signed. I mean, that's a great list. I don't great take list. away from Martha's house. That is a haul, Liam. That's, what, that's what Amanda got. Yeah. Oh, it without is. a doubt. For me, I'm just saying cashmere sweater. Okay. I mean, can you imagine walking around in a cashmere sweater that Martha Stewart owned? This is a good hey, point. this is my Martha sweater. What do you think? <laughs> it really is a Martha sweater. Oh, I'm all in on that. Yes. All right, Liz, what, did, what would you buy? Okay, that's funny, Julie, because I went totally for the fig tree because then I thought then you have like on my little terrace, a fig tree named Martha that I could just say, oh, and here's Martha and I can take care of Martha. And so, yeah, fig tree sounded super Martha, California. Oh, that's why we go for that. I think I'm going to buy sweater Martha as well. Okay, (laughs) well, Liam, how about you? You know, the Halloween decoration, you oh, know how much I loved uh, Halloween. I love decorating. I have the witch's house. I have full confidence that Martha's Halloween decorations were on par with mine. Totally would have loved to every Halloween put up a Martha Halloween. So, uh, Amanda, thank you so much. If you're not a member of our Facebook group, this is the kind of critical content you're missing <laughs> over there. <laughs> yeah. So reason alone to join the group right now. Yeah. Yes. Just, uh, just search the Satellite Sisters on Facebook. And then you do have to answer the question. Although today we had someone answer the question. They're like, I don't really know how to get podcasts, but you got to give me credit because I do this well. And I'm 73 and Diane told me you, you guys are great. So I let her in. You know, she <laughs> just appreciated the long answer to the short question. All right. Today on the show, Julie, I can't wait to hear. Apparently you went car shopping. And car shopping 2022. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's a whole new world out there. I'm going to tell you about it. All right, Liz, this was exciting news last week that uh, Ben and Matt are bought, are doing a film based on some of the time you were at Nike. 
right? That's it's correct. A, it's a yes. Michael Jordan Nike film. Yes. <laughs> so it's fiction, just... but there are going to be some fake real people in it. Mm. So, so, and one of whom may or may not be Liz Dolan. So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to discuss this. Uh, We're going to discuss this. Also, you know, the universe is calling us um, the coastal grandmother trend popped up last week everywhere. So we're going to discuss it. I I can't believe we didn't think of it, but we didn't. So we're going to discuss it and we're going to provide some alternatives. And finally, a serious story from the New York Times about teens in crisis, sort of the status of teenagers today and what's changed in the last 30 years. So if you're a parent of a teen or a grandparent or you are a teacher or a social worker or a counselor, we know we have lots of those in our audience. uh, I think there's some important details in that story that we're going to talk about. Um, But Jewel, okay, car shopping, hit us. Car shopping. So, you know, I've had my car for over a decade. All right. And I've been looking around. I've been looking at models. I've been doing my research online. And, you know, there's just a lot of bad news out there about cars and car shopping, you know, because of COVID, the worldwide global chip shortage, production cuts, uh, supply chain problems. Uh, you know, I went I went to Consumer Reports and their advice for new car shopping in 2022 is to fix up your old car. That's, <laughs> that's what they said to do. Like, keep your old car and fix it up. And I know my current car is very popular because the dealership, they write me a letter or send me an email or a text pretty much every week about, do I want to sell my car? Because we would like to buy your car. I mean, they want my car so badly. So I, I don't know what that means. But, you know, I've been doing all this online research and I quite frankly, Liz and Leon, I didn't believe it. I, I mean, like, I know kind of some of the models that I'm interested in. And when you look them up online, they show you some completely different car. Like, well, I was like, what's that about? Okay. I, I don't want a sedan. I, I'm looking for a small SUV. Okay. But mm-hmm. if you put in small SUV, they give you all these alternatives. And it's like, well, this just can't be true. So I decided I would go to a dealership. I just wanted to see for myself what was happening there. I brought just my husband. Take a few tires to the Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, Liz. So you know, I went with my husband, but I was in control. I was in charge. I did all the talking. That's how that's how we had arranged for this um, situation to go on. So I arrived there. It's super nice. But I get to the dealership, Leanne, and it's like, what happened here? What are you go inside the beautiful showroom where they have all, you know, they usually have all the cars. There were no cars, no cars. There are no cars. I, it was like an abandoned warehouse. I was like, what is happening? And uh, so then I got a very nice salesperson, Jordan. Okay. Jordan it just really can shake your hand. He gives you the mm. two handshake. Yeah. You know, he covers up your hand. He's wow. so happy to see me. <laughs> And so I kind of told him what I was interested in. And he said, great. um, Why don't we go look at some client cars? I was like, whoa, client cars. That sounds good. So we go outside in the dealership. And now we are looking at like random cars, Liz and Leanne. These cars, this is like somebody who drove into the dealership that happens to have the model car that I was kind of interested in. And we are like peering in some stranger's window <laughs> looking and he, and, and Jordan's talking to me about the features and what this does. And, but I was like, this is like, it's like going to the shopping mall and just looking Window at shopping. Client, yeah. Client cars, you know, <laughs> look in, in people's parking. closets. Yes. Can you believe that? So, I, I mean, that's wow. Okay. 
So that was something. And then I said, well, you know, I'd really like to test drive a car. He said, fine, we'll get you on the list. So then there's like a 30 minute wait for, <laughs> to test drive a car because there's only one car in right. the dealership that's right. not a client car that you can drive. So he said, well, why don't you come in and we'll go look in here? Cause there's no cars on the lot to look at. Okay. Other than mm -hmm. the client cars. So then we're just, we go in and we're looking at, um, at Jordan's uh, computer screen. You know, this is where he has all the cars. <laughs> oh, wow. That's how we're going to look at dynamic. Cars. Yeah. Okay. So then I'm like, well, you know, I'm kind of interested in like a used car or, you know, whatever you got pre whatever you call that, you know, I want to seek a, uh, so He's like, we have one in, right. uh, and, and we're looking at it and, I, and, you know, but the mileage was pretty high on it. And I was just thinking, I don't know. He's like, oh, sorry, it's gone. Okay. As we were sitting there, <laughs> the one car was gone. Okay. So then he's just talking about like the model that I was interested in. And he was talking about some of the features, you know, and there was one feature that like you got extra bright lights at night, you know, and I thought, oh, well, that would be good. If I'm going to get a new car, I want to make sure it's safe. And, you know, I, I, it's, I would like brighter lights at night. Oh, he said, but you can't have that. <laughs> There's no chips. There's no chips. Oh, yeah. So such a good all, idea. It's such a good idea. Then there, then there were these other features. Uh, no chips. Well, you didn't really want that, did you? Because we can't get chips for that. Um, and then I was then I was like, well, and what what kind of like colors or interior? He, he said, there's no choice. You have no choice in that area <laughs> whatsoever. He said, if you want to like have choice, then you have to wait uh, some some amount of time, like six right. months. Right. No, he has no idea. He could not pin down, yeah. like if I wanted a tan interior, how long it would take me to get that. Okay. Mm. Then we got to price. Okay. No deals. No, he said, here's the good news. <laughs> yeah, that's no true. <laughs> deals on cars. He said, there's no employee discount, no deals. Okay. You, he, but he looked me straight in the eye in the most sincere way ever. And he said, um, Julie, can I call you Julie? I said, yes. Uh, he said, and Jordan's like, you are not going to pay a penny over MSRP. Oh. <laughs> oh, he's like, oh, Jordan, that's a really good deal. Okay. I understand that. So that, so, so you understand there's no cars. Yeah. No, no I, I get it. I, no I'm surprised. Features. There's like, there's no idea when, if you actually wanted to wait it out what what you would get. And um, so in some ways that really simplifies yes. the car buying yeah. process, just streamlines it, Leanne. Like <laughs> there's, and I thought they were kidding. I, I just What'd really did not believe that it was going to be as, as bad as this. I mean, what all the articles are, you know, I looked at consumer reports. I looked at cars.com. They say you should look at models that aren't in high demand, like sedans are less in demand uh -huh. than an SUV. Or Liz, how about this for excellent car shopping advice? Go to the forgotten corners of the car market to find your car. <laughs> Where what is that? that? I don't know. <laughs> what is that? I don't that know what that or is. Is it a literal corner of the lot? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Now, there are some articles out that say, you know, this is temporary, the supply chain bottlenecks, they're getting better. Uh, but you don't know that. I, I, I just had, I walked away from that experience. First of all, it, 
it just confirmed everything that I was seeing online. I thought I was really just doing the wrong kinds of searches that I kept getting the wrong cars because there are no cars. But now that I know like mm -hmm. this is really what's happening that at the dealership, they're showing you client cars. That is, is really I, I like the fact that they invented that term. Yes, don't yeah. you? Instead yeah. of saying, let's look at what's in the parking lot, you know? Just <laughs> no, they've really upscaled it. Yeah. I mean, and this is, I could just say, this is one of the largest dealerships in Texas, uh, in the country. So it wasn't like I was in one of the forgotten corners of the car market. I was actually in like an air, you know, I was with a dealership that, uh, you know, they yeah. normally, they sell a lot of cars and have a lot of cars. So, um, so it's just Jordan and me and his computer. And, you know, we're just going to continue our search. And uh, well, I might try a couple other dealerships or I might just walk around at the shopping mall and review other client cars. Make that are an offer. There. Just make someone an offer. You may be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> just put a piece of paper under their windshield wiper. Call yeah. me. I mean, but you see that there's very there's very little price differential between a used car and a new car. So you're oh, almost my son's my son's van. He has a transit van for his work. Yeah. It's now worth more than what we paid for. Yeah, yeah. They are yeah. selling for more, and he had puts he put thirty thousand miles on it last year, and he's been on the wait list. They ordered they ordered two more uh, six months ago. Yeah, I mean, so they're, I mean, it's and they're literally. So I'm just surprised that you were surprised. But yes, if you hadn't been car shopping in a while, no, I haven't. I, yeah. I haven't been, and yeah. I just didn't believe the yeah. internet. And it's, <laughs> it seems to be that that is the case. So, uh, so we'll just continue my search. It just gives me more time to make the right decision. It's going to yes. be simplified. You see the streamlined decision. <laughs> I will be keep making. us posted. Keep I, us will. posted. I will. I <laughs> will. Can't wait to see how that turns out. Okay, sisters. Well, I've been working on a long-term project that I want to tell you about, and I think it verges on crafting, but I'm not what? sure. But, what? But Liz I know Dolan? crafting. That's not possible. Well, it's sort of a, it's a form of that. I know you would want to know. So I have a major birthday party for one of my closest friends for one of his milestone birthdays coming up in two weeks. But three months ago, when his friends got the invitation to the party, we also got an assignment that uh, costumes were required. And there was a theme. The theme is islands. And I thought, okay, I could work with that. But then everyone coming to the party, we got assigned our island. Oh, so, so you just had to go with whatever, whatever Mark said, okay, this is what you have to come dressed as. And so I was looking at the, looking at the list and a lot of people got assigned what I would call like sexy islands, you know, <laughs> people like got Aruba like Aruba or something. Good yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's like mm -hmm. Haiti and Cuba and Puerto Rico, you know, the Hawaii, some, some, some sexy islands, Jamaica. And then there were a couple of people that, you know, got things that will be a little more challenging. Greenland as a costume, mm. tough. Oh, yeah. uh, Iceland as a costume mm. could be tough. Though, um, 
Though I immediately, with Iceland, I don't know why, I immediately pictured that Bo and Yang skit he did about being an iceberg, (laughs) which (laughs) I know (laughs) Iceland is not about icebergs, but anyway. So, but I, you know, I did not get assigned a sexy island. Uh, Several of us got assigned islands that have to do with our heritage. Mm -hmm. So my island is Ireland. (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean, at least... You know, color combo, you know, you, you, you can, you know, you can go with green, Liz. Yeah. And you look good yeah. in green. So yeah. that's, that's possible. But there's no, there's no sexy Ireland, right? No. So I just think, so I could just immediately put that out of my mind. I can't be sexy Ireland. I don't know what that would be. There's too much. Unless wool. you just bring Colin Farrell with you. Is that <laughs> <laughs> here? I'm a, about sexy Ireland. Yeah. yeah. So, so I immediately rejected sexy Ireland. And I also immediately rejected like campy Ireland. There will be no leprechauns. There'll be no St. Patrick's Day hoo-ha. That is Irish American. That's not really what they do in Ireland. So I started to think about, okay, what is it about Ireland or Irish culture or Irish history that I could be inspired by? And when I think of Ireland, besides cold and damp, I think of, Irish writers and poets, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's really what, what Ireland is about. It's about the touch of the poet. So like, okay, so then I have kind of a concept. So then you have to go to the only place that can possibly deliver on a concept like that, which would of course be Etsy. <laughs> yes, yes, good choice, Liz. <laughs> because Etsy, it's just amazing what's on Etsy. So then I start typing in like, you know, um, Oscar Wilde or uh, Samuel Beckett, William Butler Yates. Is there a sexy William Butler Yates? Is there (laughs) typed in James Joyce? And when I put in James Joyce, believe it or not, stuff started to pop up. There is a lot of I'll just call it James Joyce crap that people are making out there, (laughs) I, I guess, because. Bloomsday, which is the day that he writes about in James Joyce Ulysses, Bloomsday is considered an actual holiday. So there's a lot of Bloomsday related things out there on the market at Etsy and at other places. So first I found a little like swing dress. Uh, And of course, everything is like $4. It's also cheap. So I went a little crazy. So there was a little swing dress Mm -hmm. that sleeveless, Mm -hmm. uh, which is literally a map of Dublin, the path that Leopold Bloom walks in James Joyce Ulysses. Oh. So how about that for high concept? That's you know, very so, esoteric, Liz. Yes. Very, very esoteric. So I bought that, Julie, because that was like, okay. you know, $4 or something. And then, <laughs> But then I continued looking, and then there was another James Joyce dress which was which was the exact same dress. So obviously they're just printing these out in some factory like, OK, you want the map? Boom. You want the quote? Boom. You want the picture of James Joyce? Boom. All on the same blank. So on the same blank, there's one here that's just a white dress and in black type. It says, I am as I am all or not at all. James Joyce. So now you got your like esoteric, spooky Irish quote from Irish writer, right? That is going to stun the party goers when you walk <laughs> in with that on, Liz. They're just going to be blown away. It's not, yeah. very, not very sexy. No, no. Okay, so so then I ordered that. Uh, 
And then once they arrived, and Leon, I think you did some consulting with me on this. I realized I could actually wear both with a little bit of tailoring. Mm -hmm. I could wear both. So what I did is I took. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Julie, Leon actually thought I was going to attempt this myself. Oh, yeah. And you know, I we was... were talking about, well, you oh. could slit this one open and. And then she started giving me advice about how to do that. I was like, oh, stop. I'm taking this to the tailor at the dry cleaner. Do not. I mean, again, the dresses cost $4. So if I have to spend, you know, 30 to make. Anyway, so what I'm doing is I'm taking the matte one, slitting that down the front. So it becomes like a little jacket slash topper. And then I have the esoteric spooky Irish quote underneath. So I and, thought that was. That sounds really clever, Liz. And the quality of the fabric is this going to be completely it's terrible. It's terrible. terrible. Yes. I, so you're going to have to wear a slip or something underneath. Oh, well, no, that's yeah, I did. Or is that I did a, a third dress? Maybe that, just that's, a, that's another dress that I needed to buy for a related event. <laughs> okay. But then, OK, so now I've only got the dress. And you, then you have to think about accessories because that's when costumes really, really come into their own. So then again, thank you, Etsy. I found a site called Designs by Annette. And what Annette does, Annette has a thing about typewriters and quotes from writers. So I found a pair of earrings by Annette that where there's a little mini typewriter and coming out of the little mini typewriter is a little mini piece of paper. And on the little mini piece of paper is typed the words, yes, I said yes. I will, yes, <laughs> which is famously the final line of James Joyce Ulysses. That is what Molly Bloom says in the final scene in Ulysses. So, so one earring is the actual quote and the other, because people will need a hint. I'm guessing most people wouldn't recognize that line. The other earring is the cover of the book. So, oh, oh. So, so I got that going. Yeah. So then I'm left with, okay, headgear needs mm. to be a statement. Yes, especially absolutely. because there's going to be a photo taking of all of us together. So what are you going to do to stand out in the photo when everyone else is in like sexy bikinis and right. you're in a couple of nylon dresses slipped down the front? <laughs> I would go for the third dress, Liz. <laughs> Just check whether it's flame retardant. I would not get too close to any candlelight at the din dinner party. Yeah, no, no. Stay exactly away right. from the birthday cake. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, th so then I'm typing into Etsy, like things like Irish fairy queen, you know, because I'm like, yeah, they're going to have some crowns or just all kinds of Irish queens. Irish, yeah. And uh, sure enough, I found, well, there are a lot of choices. You won't be surprised to know. But if you <laughs> no, now, I'm I'm now I'm typing that into Etsy. Okay, <laughs> go ahead, Liz. So I'm I looking. found one that is like a, a wreath of greens. And I will admit there are a few campy shamrocks in there, but that's okay because the shamrocks are under control. It doesn't does not look like leprechaun headgear, right? So a wreath of greens with some sparkles in the greens. And then here's the best part. The whole thing lights up. It oh, lights that's up. Mm. <laughs> illumination. It's very yes. extra yes. points for that, Liz. Uh, that's what I think. It doesn't exactly go with my Irish writers and poets, but I think, you know, it is a party. You got to have fun. Mm -hmm. So, so I've got that. And so now 
the only thing I really have left to figure out, which I could use any suggestions people want to post in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group or our email is, uh, it's what? It's hello at SatelliteSisters.com. Like footwear. footwear. I'm, I'm not sure what to do about the foot. This is where I was thinking the crafting could come in, Julie. Because I thought, you know, like you can buy flip-flops that are decorated and things, but I hate flip-flops. I don't like things between. No, my- I, I think you should have sturdy footwear. How about a pair of um, potatoes? Can, I, can you get some shoes that look like just two big potatoes <laughs> or maybe muddy boots, Liz, you know, that could, that could really finish off your muddy outfit. boots. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I was thinking maybe just some like green sneakers that I might do some light bedazzling on or something. <clears throat> I don't know. I just want to say, I like, I feel like I've made as much headway as I'm going to make Mm -hmm. on this concept. So anyone that wants to like provide some decorative footwear advice, of course you can buy leprechaun boots at Etsy. Those those seem like a hazard with the curled toe. I mean, they're, they're, yeah, no, don't do that. Don't do that, Liz. Yeah. Well, so I'm very excited because I feel like I've made an honest effort. I've put a lot of time and energy into this. It's this is not this is not something that you could just a couple of days before the party sort of figure out what do I have in the closet that I could, you know, uh, gussy up. So I feel like I'm making a solid Irish statement. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'm pretty, pretty satisfied with myself. By the way, if you're if you like the idea of literary earrings, uh, this is the thing that amazes me. Again, Etsy, who buys this crap? Um, <laughs> so you did. I did. I did. I know. Everybody buys it, apparently. <laughs> so Designs by Annette, she's also got like Catcher in the Rye earrings that say where on one side it says, people never notice anything, a famous Holden Caulfield quote, yep. and then the Catcher in the Rye. And then they also have one that is Lolita, the cover of Lolita. And then the quote is, he broke my heart. Hmm. I think that's a little creepy and sad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Lolita ear. Anyway, so well, I could see t- English teachers wearing uh, literary earrings, can't you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. might but still, them. teachers should not be wearing Lolita earrings, I think. <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's a topic for another day. Liz. Yes. Okay. I just, okay. Let's, yeah, let's, let's not cr- clamp down on English teachers. They're really yes. doing their best. Yeah. Like, I know. They yeah, want to wear the theme earrings, Liz. Let yes. them wear the theme. No, I kind of situation. Yes. Let them do that. Yeah. Okay. I'm totally down with the theme. Okay. All right. Moving on. But speaking of green, so, um, so cooking with Liz this past week, if anyone watched it on Saturday, thank you for coming. I made croque monsieur from Patricia Wells recipe in honor of Leon's lost and found in Paris. I mean, it's a grilled ham and cheese people. You can't go wrong. And it was delicious. I bought the fancy toothpicks for the cornichon. I almost forgot to put that on, but at the last minute saved myself. There's only one fromage related injury. So if you're worried about, if I really had graded the skin off my thumb, it's a very small wound and it's healing up very nicely. So, um, so thank you. So this week I decided to go, I'm looking for like simple dishes that are seasonal. That's what I was in the mood. So I'm going to make pea salad because I love pea salad and I've never, I've never made anything like that before, but I wanted to make a pea salad not one of those mayonnaise-based pea salads, one of those tasty, fresh 
pea salads, you know? So, so you guys, so you guys, you guys never knew that we've been doing this for a long time, Liz, never knew your love of pea salad. Just great great that you're sharing this. this Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I have, um, I'm having a satellite sisters, uh, accountant and procurement director, Diane Gray over for dinner Mm -hmm. and, uh, and her next door neighbor, Terry, Mm -hmm. who is a baker. So it's going to be a good meal. And I've got, you know, I've got the butcher box stuff for the core of the meal. So I decided on Saturday at 2 PM, the satellite sisters, YouTube channel, I'll be making pea salad. But what do you think you guys, I have one recipe here from real simple. That is real simple. And then I have another one that is, I love all those vegetables by Otto Lenghi. You know, he's the London chef, but, and this, but this was, they made this on the Today Show. So it must be doable. It's green bean salad with mustard seeds and tarragon. Mm. So if you had a choice, what would you go with? It's real simple, Liz. Don't do the real simple recipes. I don't know why I, I've been very disappointed every time I've made one of them. They look beautiful in the magazine, but they're never quite as tasty as I would like them to be. Okay. So, yes, I think you have to go uh, with the elevated uh, green bean salad. That sounds okay. Good. Is it green bean or peas? What are you making? Oh, this is, it's called green bean salad, okay. but it has peas in it. Okay. Yes. That's yeah. That was okay. very confusing. Okay. Oh, it, yeah. Okay. So well. it, this has green beans and peas in it and, you know, and it is definitely, ele- well, they elevate it with the green beans, Leanne. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't like green beans or peas, so I'm going to pass on this. Make what, okay. make whatever you'd like to make. It's okay. Those are okay. Just two yeah, green make, yeah. I don't really enjoy well, okay. Okay. So I, I figure them, I think they'll be delicious together. Yes. Do it. Okay. So I'll post all the info. I'll post the recipe, but this will be this Saturday afternoon, 2 PM Pacific time live on the satellite sisters, YouTube channel. So, um, so see you there. There you go. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day, just look no further than Osea. Spoil the moms in your life with the little luxuries from Osea. The moms, the stepmoms, the bonus moms, the people who bring a touch of something special to your life aunts, grandmothers, they would love a little Osea this Mother's Day. And you can get 10% off your first order by using our code SATSisters at oseamalibu.com. And Liz, you know what every mother and mother figure needs? What? More moisture, Liz. They need more moisture in their skin. (laughs) In their skin. I mean, really, the creams, the lotions, the oils, I love it all. That duo they have going. Like, you can't miss with the duo of Osea. Liz, the mega moisture duo, yes. you can you can literally see your skin get firmer and it just delivers <laughs> this full body glow. Okay. You know, we have raved about the Andaria algae body oil. Mm-hmm. Well, pair that with the Andaria collagen body oil. Youthful, yeah. Liz, a youthful yeah. glow is going to happen. <laughs> and it's a, infused with Osea's signature Andaria seaweed. So it just smells so delicious, doesn't it? I know you're talking about giving it as a gift. I also suggest just giving it to yourself (laughs) because you're worth it. (laughs) That's that's true. 
That is absolutely true. Okay, that moisture duo I mentioned too is a great value because you can save 16% plus the extra 10% with our code SAD Sisters. So this is it. This is a win, win, win Mother's Day gift. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code SAT Sisters at oseamalibu.com. And you get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Osea is spelled O-S-E-A. So head on over to oseamalibu.com and use code SATSISTERS for 10% off. Thanks, Osea. Liz, you know we love talking about FrameBridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting FrameBridge experience. Would I, I you did. like to share? Would you like you know, to? I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids, and one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing to get the actual set list for the actual concert in Los Angeles. And we're like, oh, yeah, any day now, that's going to be in a place of honor in their home. Sure enough, Leon, they have already frame-bridged it and sent it to us with a picture. So I'll be in Bend next week, so I'll get to see it. But it's just excellent use of the frame-bridge resources, the Bruce Springsteen set list. Fantastic. And this is gift giving season. So if you have a graduation coming up, a wedding, a shower, Mother's Day, Father's Day, look around. I'm sure you have something fun you can frame and FrameBridge can do it for you. It's easy and it's affordable to frame just about anything. You get fair and transparent upfront pricing based on the size of your item. There's a great selection of frames. And as we've said in the past, fast service, free shipping, rate or gifts. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but FrameBridge does. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this but sounds like- you are like... going to be happy, okay? <laughs> and that's just the Satellite Sisters promise. You're going to be out. You're going to be happy you did it. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or see a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's FrameBridge.com. Thanks, FrameBridge. All right, we're back. Uh, this is Leanne. So this week in the New York Times, there was a big piece on teens in crisis. Liz and Julie, I know you saw this and read this. Yes, and yeah. We decided to pitch mm -hmm. it because the headline just really caught my eye. Um, the New York Times reporter, Mac Richtel, he spent more than a year interviewing adolescents and their families for this series on what is essentially a mental health crisis. Mm -hmm. So I thought we, we should talk about this because we have a lot of people who have a lot of teens in their life, whether mm -hmm. they are raising them or they have grandchildren or they're in the classroom with them or their therapists or their coaches. And I, I think people have one impression of what teenagers are like. And some of this information I found really kind of stunning in the New York times piece. I'm not going to give a lot of, um, there was a lot of statistics there. There were a lot of charts. Uh, I encourage people to go look at the actual details of the reporting because it's very complete. So not only are there, you know, testimonials from adolescents and their parents, but there are also lots of reporting details. But these are just some of the things that kind of jumped off the page to me. And essentially 30 years ago, what we worried about when, when kids were teenagers was binge drinking, drunk driving, 
teen pregnancy and smoking. Like those were the big issues. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and these rates have actually fallen sharply over the last 30 years for all across all those categories. And instead, they've been replaced by these rapidly rising rates in mental health issues, issues like depression, anxiety, self-harm and suicide. And those are serious. The title of the article is It's Life or Death. And I think that is kind of what the mental health crisis among U.S. teens, I think that's what kind of grabbed us is that Mm -hmm. not only is it serious, it's a completely different you know, set of worries basically for parents than we had, Julie, when we were raising our own. Right. 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 I mean, that's I mean, that's a dramatic shift away from, you know, very what was very typical uh, teenage behavior to ones that are that are much more difficult, it seems to combat, Uh, you know, self-harm, suicide, depression. These are these are really difficult issues for parents and teens. Now, and I know it would be tempting to say, oh, is it COVID? Is that why? COVID, this actually predates COVID. Now it intensified some of the issues and we'll get into it, but um, these issues, the mental health crisis definitely predated by COVID. It spans racial groups and ethnic groups. It goes across urban and rural areas and the socioeconomic divide. So basically you can find these issues all over the country in all kinds of communities for a variety of reasons. So one of the reasons kids are, are not binge drinking and doing things like that is that they're more educated, they're less likely to get pregnant and use drugs, and they're less likely to die of accident or, or an injury. So that's all great, right? Mm-hmm. That's why we see yeah. these plunging rates of teen pregnancy and binge drinking and stuff like that. But instead, there are these really important trends, uh, social scientists say, that you have to follow with the rise of anxiety, depression, and suicide that really stops you in your tracks. So, uh, Joel? Well, I, yeah, no, I was just going to say, I mean, they, the article really was, it seemed like a little reluctant to attribute a a lot of this real shift to the, to the rise of social media. But I think any parent, any grandparent who has observed a teen in the last five years in terms of how they use and consume social media, you know, there's got to be a connection there. I mean, uh, between that. Uh, I was also very interested to see that, you know, as part of this, they were saying teens are getting less sleep than they used to. Right. They're getting less exercise. And this one, the one that struck me the most was they're spending less time with in-person time with their friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're still connecting to their with their friends, but it's on the phone. They're the, they're spending less time actually together in the same place. And I, you know, I think that's got to be related, don't you? Well, yeah. I mean, they say it's kind of the recipe for a cognitive implosion, right? Anxiety, yes. depression, compulsive behavior, self self harm, suicide. All these things are happening because of less sleep, less exercise. You know, they said, of course, they, what they said about social media was there's very limited data on the issue. Right. right. Like, so you can you can. You can presume that that's a piece of it, but that right now it hasn't been studied to the point where, you know, a reporter or or a therapist or a psychologist could say, uh, this is it. So, but yeah, it's all those things, you know, sleep, exercise, and friends still important. I know, I know. And I think when I saw that, I thought that's what parents should pick up on. That's what, you know, grandparents, aunts and uncles, you know, coaches, teachers, that's what they, you know, that's how we can help teens now is to make sure 
that they are, you know, they're getting sleep, that they're spending time in person with their friends. That can make a huge difference. And maybe putting down the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the other marker they said, which was interesting to me was how, um, puberty has changed so dramatically. So, you know, the average age of puberty used to be 14 years old in 1990. So not that far ago, like not, (laughs) not in the olden days, Uh, but you know, I mean, that's a pretty big to 12. So so it was 14 in 1990 and now it's 12 years old today. So in, you know, less than a a generation and a half, uh, puberty has dropped two years. And they think that that probably plays a role in the adolescent mental health crisis. It's just one of many factors that researchers are looking at, but they're sort of targeting this, this widening gap, they say, mm-hmm. between all this stimulation right. that is very mature in content and 12-year-olds now handling it as opposed to 14-year-olds. Right. That's the big difference. Huge yeah. difference, isn't mm-hmm. it? That really struck me as something. They call it a widening gap, and they're just they're just being deluged. Uh, the when, and you can understand for parents or caregivers, like a twelve year old probably needs a phone now. You know, right. just for, for after school activities, picking up, staying in touch. You know, a safety. Um, but once they have a phone, then it's this whole set of circum, you know, circumstances, or they have access to all of this stimulation that maybe their brain can't process, you know? Right. Also too, you know, once kids hit puberty, they need the information. You should give them the information. So they may mentally not really be ready to handle it, but they need the information on what, you know, the implications of puberty are. So it's, it's not just the phone. I think they actually need information that maybe they just can't handle yet. So it was, I, I want to encourage people to go over to the New York Times. Through, we will also put a link to Yahoo, but the New York Times has the complete coverage with all the charts because there aren't any easy answers to this. You know, exactly. it's, it's there's no, a and lot there's a certain element here. to some of these things that is sort of contagious, you know, where right. the more kids that are feeling this way and doing these things, the more kids feel this way and do these things, Right, you know, which is super alarming. I think that's where the online factor comes in the most, mm-hmm. that they find... On the one hand, it's good that they find their community, but then it can be self, you know, self-fulfilling mm-hmm. sometimes. And we've talked it, about it, that on yeah. the show about how the algorithm algorithms for a lot of the social media platforms, you know, the more you start looking up, you know, things about suicide, the the, the that's all you see in your feed. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah. Right. So anyway, a serious article, take a look at it. Let us know what you're, what you're feeling and thinking uh, over on the Satellite Sisters Facebook group, but lots of good information there. And just, yeah, a lot to ponder, lot to ponder. All right. Well, on the much less serious side, I would like to thank the people who posted in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group news of a new movie that's being made that very peripherally involves me. (laughs) Super peripherally, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are about to star in a movie that's about the Nike years when they recruited Michael Jordan to the company. And there was a guy there named Sonny Vaccaro. So he's the main character in this movie who was like at the center of all of this basketball stuff. Now, Sonny Vaccaro, to me, was really just known as my nemesis. <laughs> oh, yeah. The really? fact that my nemesis, like the one, like the one person in my whole career that I would have like 
screaming, knockdown, drag out fights with is getting a movie made about him. Oh, my gosh. This just just rewarding bad behavior. Don't you think, (laughs) Liam? I think it's rewarding bad behavior. But I knew um, you were not a fan. I don't know if I knew that. I I have never heard this story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. not a fan. Let's just say he was. uh, Well, you'll see the movie. Uh, (laughs) Rules were just not his thing, Joel. Rules drive a little fast and loose with the rules. And when you're dealing with high school and college athletes, it's super dangerous. And so, you know, he was like a walking NCAA violation. And (laughs) so and yet somehow somehow managed to rise above. He like, I don't know, whatever. I won't go into my long history with him because I think that they're not going to get to that in this movie (laughs) because the main characters are, in fact, you know, Ben is going to be playing my old boss, Phil Knight, who founded the company. Matt is playing Sonny Vaccaro, which Uh I can't, I can't wait to see that. Uh, And, but they'll have, you know, someone playing Michael Jordan and his parents. That'll be really interesting to see how they do that. There will be lots of characters in this, uh, but this just started speculation in the Facebook group. Who should, who should play me? Yeah. So, you know, Susan, um, she proposed that Emma Watson should play me. Okay. Thank you, Susan. Betsy said, uh, Shersha Ronan, you know, from Lady Bird. Good choice. Good choice. I like that. that. Tara, God love you, Tara, suggested J-Lo. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, Liz? Yeah. yeah. Lori suggested Megan Mullally. <laughs> also, this is all fine. But Lee and I think you actually did have the best casting suggestion. <laughs> well, I reminded people that this happened in the 80s. So you were in your 30s when this yes. was happening. So, mm-hmm. you know, the Emma Watson, Sir Sharon, and those are those are good calls. I like Lady Gaga for you, Liz. I mean, why not? You know, if, <laughs> why if not? Matt Damon is going to be Sonny Vaccaro. I mean, you might as well aim high. I have <laughs> laughed all week long thinking about Ben Affleck playing Phil Knight and Matt Damon playing Sonny Vaccaro. Just go Google the pictures of those two men and put them next to Matt and, and, and Ben, and you will laugh. So Liz aim high. I like it. I think this can be a really good drama line in this, in the film, Liz, if you know, know, well, the thing, Julie, I mean, I really have to, I haven't read the script or anything. It's been circulating for a while, but most of the action that I've heard that they're talking about in the movie actually happened in like 83, 84, 85. I did not arrive on the scene till 88. So I think it's very unlikely. Oh, anything. what a de- that's in detail, Liz. They can insert you into the movie. I think you should contact Matt immediately with your ideas. Okay, if you yeah, want to know- there were no women working at the company then. There were, so there were very few. Yeah, were, very so few. they probably need to create one sort of conglomerate. Composite. Well, composite character. Composite. Okay, I knew there was a C word. A composite character. <laughs> so, and just, I'll leave you with the one detail. One of the reasons why, why Sonny was my nemesis, he insisted on calling me sweetheart. Oh, you know, sense. and okay, everyone thought it was hilarious. Nobody calls Liz sweetheart. <laughs> Thank Julie. you, Julie. Yeah. Yeah. None of the other men at the company ever would have dared call me sweetheart. But every time they heard Sonny do it, oh my God, they loved it so much. So <laughs> anyway. Late 80s, not that long ago, but things were, that's the way things were. 
That's Seems different. Well, Lady Gaga is not going to take that list. Okay. Nobody puts Lady Gaga. On <laughs> Definitely <that> not. <laughs> I tried not to take it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to, that's exciting news. We're going to, we're going to wait for that. Yeah. I mean, it's just hilarious and exciting. All right. Another trendy thing that happened last week, just exploded last week, was the trend of the coastal grandmother look. Mm -hmm. Now, I was unaware of this until last week, but I was in three separate and entirely different meetings where people referred to coastal grandmothers. And then there was a post on our Facebook on page. Our Facebook group. They, yeah. they were on it early, Leanne. Yes. Yeah. So I feel like we had to get up to speed. We had to do our research and we had to address this because I, you know, this sounds like something we can either embrace and endorse, or we can create our own trends. So here's a little background. Um, this is sort of the, uh, have you heard of grand millennials? Have, did you hear about that dressing trend no. where like young people, young people dress like their grandparents? Yeah. So they call them grand millennials. Okay. So that's just funny. <laughs> and now that fashion trend has morphed into this coastal grandmother trend. And the phrase is attributed to Instagram influencer Lex Nicoletta. And it's a funny trend. But imagine, basically, imagine you're Diane Keaton starring in a Nancy Myers movie mm. that's set in the Hamptons. Okay, that's what this look is, right? It's you're gonna turtlenecks. It's Jenny Quitcane sweaters, Leanne. Hello, <laughs> hello, hello. That's the look, yes. Yeah, it's white, white linen pants. It's bucket hats. It's the colors are all muted oatmeal and dove mm -hmm. gray. And you're going to be walking on the beach and you're going to be having white wine on your porch and you're going to guard in and yoga. And then you're going to walk into your giant open plan kitchen. You're going to have pots hanging all over oh, the ceiling. Yes. Yes. Cooking things from farm stand produce. Mm -hmm. Julie, it's a very clog dependent look. Would you agree? <laughs> I would say yes. And there's going to be big chunky uh, pashmina uh, shawls all over <laughs> yeah, yeah. blankets, maybe even a few linen caftans. Okay. And of course you need a giant wooden bowl full of lemons. Okay. okay? <laughs> That's it. Yes. We nailed it. So no high heels, no motorcycle jackets, no colors you might find in a rainbow. It's just, okay. it's just very muted. Okay. Uh, but it looks nice. You know, yeah. it's nothing. It looks good. Okay. So I did a pros and cons list uh, for mm -hmm. us because, you know, we're looking out for trends. So a positive, okay. Positive use of the word grandmother, right? Yes. Just, yes. Positive <laughs> use of the word grandmother. Uh -huh. We love that. Okay. Diane Keaton is awesome. She's awesome. Mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. fine. Uh, everything is soothing. It's super soothing. Everything yes, about is. your life is comfortable. Soothing. It's yes. soft. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. And okay. personally, I look good in bucket hats, so I'm excited. <laughs> I was, I was really worried about that feature. Yes. Not a good look for me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cons, not a pop of color anywhere. Yeah. Right. In your house, in your clothes, <laughs> I think maybe, mm -hmm. you know, metaphorically, not a pop of color anywhere in this trend, yeah. right? And do mm -hmm. if your fear the is- lemons. You have the big bowl of lemons. The lemons, that's, that's, that's true. That's the only thing. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. If your fear is fading into the background of every event as you age, this look will expedite that reality. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Now, Jewel, I wanted to say you you have offered up our, our the original alternative to this, which is urban urban Nana. Nana. Okay, because you had like a uniform. Explain. To I did. I would wear. You know, keep it tight. That was my theme. You know, I I you know you had. I was in New York. I was in Brooklyn. So of course you know it had to be black. I was dealing with young children. So it had. 
had to wear things that were soft and washable. Okay. So everything was in a dark color, a pretty color. And, you know, and I had to, I, you know, I had to manage with a stroller. So you had to wear items that would, that would work well, that you could put on and still hold a baby. So that was mm-hmm. my urban Nana chic all black look. See yeah, that? Not, and not catching the works of the stroller or something. Exactly. 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 <laughs> See, with the coastal grandmother, I was worried that I would just main, uh, manage to get grandmother and not the coastal grandmother <laughs> part, you know? And it just, people mm-hmm. wouldn't understand my look. But yeah. Urban yeah. Nana, okay, that is a look. Mm-hmm. That, right. is cheap. that is yeah. tight. It's, yeah. you know, and you are ready for action. Yeah. Yeah. You had your black sneakers, mm-hmm. like you just you had your yes, black Nikes. Black, yeah. Yes. Yeah. All so, of that. Okay. So over over at Facebook, um, Gail suggested she really prefers rural Gigi. That's her look. <laughs> okay. I yeah. like that. Okay. I mean, Gail, post a photo. I, I hope it involves overalls. I hope yes. it does. So, yeah. uh, and we know it involves those big Wellington boots or whatever you wear out there. Uh, okay. Lindy, she said her look is really a combo of Target and Walmart. And so I coined this for you, Lindy. How about Walmart Mima? How about that? <laughs> That's your look. That's that our crowd. Good. That's yes. definitely our crowd. Yes. Okay. And, and yesterday, you know, my girl, Madonna, just love following her on Instagram. She gets younger every year. And, uh, but, and she's going back to her look in the early eighties, you know, I mean, she wants her face to be that smooth. And now she's, you know, she's back to wearing sheer black clothing and the the big crosses and the hair. So how about granny Madonna? Granny Madonna. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) Thank Are you, you going to try that, Lynn? Maybe. You're going to give that a go? That I, I think life. that's more your style. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, I think you could manage that. All right. Uh, Coastal Grandmother, let us know what you think. If you want, again, want to join our Facebook group, it's uh, just Google us over at Facebook or send us an email. Hello at SatelliteSisters.com. We're also over on Instagram at SatSisters. Liz, summer is coming up and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling there with your your butcher box. What what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in in Bend for a part of the summer, I'm having my box sent there, Leanne. That's great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what uh, what, what I'm recommending. Yeah, (laughs) by the way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. ButcherBox gives you peace of mind and easy to find high quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. No antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz, right? Because yeah. it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your ButcherBox account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your ButcherBox on vacation, which is... <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. Nice to have something familiar there. (laughs) Yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. 
Sign up today at butcherbox.com sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. Mm-hmm. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz. My hair from Pros is getting <laughs> rave reviews. Leanne, I am not surprised. You have been on that Pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. Do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Leon Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when my hair is really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you're the boss. I'll take it. (laughs) You tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leans. Okay, and I'm I'm using it. Pros mm-hmm. isn't just better for you; it's also better for the planet, Liz. They're certified B Corp, cruelty free, and the first and only carbon neutral custom beauty brand. So, Pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, Pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E, pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. All right, we're back. Um, Hey, we have a couple of special shows coming up. Next week is our summer travel special. We're going to be talking to Lauren Bates. She's on the, she's been on the show before she runs that great all women's travel company, wild terrains. And I know a bunch of our satellite sisters have been on her trips. So she's going to tell us about some hot locations and some personal travel that she's doing. And so you want to tune in for that. We're also going to do some travel related stories, including like are you ready to travel? Do you have anxiety yeah. over travel? Mm-hmm. So we'll be talking about that. And then after that, on May 10th is our special beach bag book special, where we will be speaking to uh, mystery writer Dervla McTiernan. She has a great new book coming out. I'm sure she has a lot of fans in the satellite sisterhood already. Uh, so it will be fun to talk to her. And then we'll give our picks for our best bag beach best beach bag books of the season and we'll have our list come out and we'll do a special newsletter and everything like that so we have travel and we have books coming up so that's very coastal grandmother getting ready to vacation yeah Yeah. wherever you're going you know you know what style you want well leanne you know you were talking about the newsletter pep talk which we love right we love it we love getting that in our inbox every friday and two weeks ago you you were talking about spring and uh and i think even in 
Minnesota now. Spring is happening. And I saw an article and I thought that it was decor tweaks. Now, I like the use of, use of the word tweaks because that means these are not major things. This is something that you can find at Target or Walmart. But to brighten your mood for in your house for spring. Okay. This right. is some decorator. And he had an eight spring tweaks that you could do to turn your house. Give it a fresh, fresh look. And, okay. I, and I like that. Okay. First one we're going to reject out of hand. He said you should swap out your drapes uh, in from winter to spring. Well, nobody's doing that, right? No. <laughs> no okay. No. That's not wrong. Okay. That's not a tweak. That's no, a no. major installation. Uh, okay. But I no. do have a tweak for Leon. Leon, okay. you have a fireplace in your house. What do you have in there now? Logs, candles. Yeah, we have logs. We have logs. Okay. Okay. Get logs. rid of them. Get, a, to, get rid of them, Leon. Okay. Spring tweak. Put a plant in there, greenery. Okay. Oh. See, see, good idea. Oh, good okay. idea. Okay. All right, Liz. Okay. Yes. What should house. I tweak? What should I? Okay, tweak? Liz, you're doing all this cooking now. You need some spring napkins. Okay. Oh. Fresh napkins. Okay. Not the ones that are in your cabinet that are you know you've had for sure. years. No. Spring tweak it, Liz. Tweak go it. To tweak it. Target. <laughs> Don't even go to Target. Order online. No. Get some. Yeah. Fresh napkins. Okay. Green. Everything in green, Liz. Like oh. a night, a tablecloth. Maybe you have a lampshade you want to switch out to like, you know, in like in <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> random. Okay. I know, got... but, but mm-hmm. think what if you had a nice like Kelly Green lampshade like in your guest bedroom. Oh, hey, springtime. It's in the guest bedroom. Or Everybody's maybe I could take, that. can I take my green crown and turn that into <laughs> some kind of centerpiece? Yeah, Liz. <laughs> Once you I'm done with the crafting Christmas sister, thing? you keep crafting. Okay. <laughs> uh, I learned this tweak from my sister, Leon. I would have to say that because you do have more dish towels than anyone I've ever met, Leon. Mm-hmm. And why do you have new dish towels? Because it brings you joy, right? Yes, I love and, them. And, okay. And that is a nice thing to do in the spring. Just get yourself a new dish towel. I mean, you don't have to make a giant commission to the, yeah. the commitment to this. Just something bright, <laughs> sunny. Green. Okay. One final one for you, Liz. I think this is it. You have a very nice entryway um, at your place, a fresh doormat. How about that? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. How about that, Liz? I think yes. that's a good idea. I yeah. think that. So when you come in, when you go out, you say, hey, it's spring. It's summer. Look at this. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, didn't you enjoy that? That wasn't that hard, right? That was not that hard. Those <laughs> yeah. were tweaks. Okay. Other those... than the other than the draperies, total tweaks. Yeah. Okay. Doable. You can get a fresh scent as well. Okay. Maybe something in lavender or citrus. Okay. If you don't want to invest in mm. any kind of you know, green lampshades. Okay. That's <laughs> that's something simple and nice. Okay. Thank you, Julie. Okay. Thanks, Jewel. I'm inspired. Okay. All of a sudden, Leanne. I have a lot of green in my life. Just, yes. You know. Yeah. And Leanne, I want to see some plants in your fireplace. You <laughs> You've really given me a lot to think about. <laughs> okay. It's not just flags. I know you like to put up your flags. Okay. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you've got to bring that spring and summer look into your house. Mm-hmm. Okay, Julie. You've given me a lot to think about. Okay. All right. Well, here we are. It's time for entertaining sisters. And I just wanted to give a little bit of a recap and some congratulations to Leon for her, your appearance at the LA Times Festival of Books. That was a great panel. 
All of the authors on there with you were great. Your moderator did a bang up job. I mean, I was in a little group of Lee and Dolan super fans, and we all agreed that was one of the best book panels we've ever been to, Lee. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, it was wonderful. I just want to acknowledge the moderator is Liska Jacobs. Uh, she's a writer. Her, her new book, The Pink Hotel, is coming out. And my other panelists were uh, Miranda Cowley Heller, who wrote The Paper Palace, uh, Cynthia Dupree Sweeney, who wrote The Nest and Good Company, two huge selling books, and Swan Huntley, whose latest is Getting Clean with Stevie Green. And it was just really fun to, it's really fun to be on those panels because you get a chance to meet other writers and hear about their work and people care about the books. And then you have to go back, you know, to your office and, and sit there for another nine months to finish your next book. So it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's fun to get out and about the green room at the LA times festival of books is fun. So yes, I did see Billy Porter when he came down Ooh, the stairs and had nice. a, a giant hat on. There's a lot of celebrities there. Jonathan Franson in the corner holding court, you know, just only talking to the people he wanted to talk to. There was a big table of romance writers hanging out, uh, Christina Lauren, who's actually two writers and Jasmine Guillory, they were all there. So it's just, it's really fun to see writers be superstars for a little bit. Yeah. And then, we, then we go back to our regular lives. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of superstars, also congratulations on the fact that Lost and Found in Paris is a national bestseller. Way to go, sister Leah. Oh, sister. Thank you. You've made multiple bestseller lists. That makes you a national bestseller. How do you feel? That's exciting. You know what? I, I, I feel grateful. I mean, that's an understatement. There were a lot of books that came out the week my book came out. There are a lot of wonderful books out there. And it's just a nice little perk to say it's a bestseller. And especially after 2020, when things were pretty rough with the Sweeney sisters, having this, you know, little bit of, mm -hmm. little bit of glory, you know, making a list for one week is just really a great achievement. But honestly, I want to say this without the satellite sisters, misters, uh -huh. misters, I would not be there because it was mm -hmm. all those pre-orders, you know, the mm -hmm. people buying all over the country, various independent bookstores and reporting in all those library buys, like those all get reported the first week of sale. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened. I did like, you know, when I signed those 300 books at Romans, I was like, this seems pretty good. And I knew a <laughs> lot of those good. books were headed out to places that were not Pasadena. So I appreciate you ordering and paying the extra shipping. And, and so I did end up on the, on the Southern California bestseller list, which is, is great. And is, is really hard to do. So uh, I'm just super duper grateful. And yeah, now I can officially say I have four bestselling books, yeah. which is great. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's great. And now, now I think all of the ministers who bought the book, when you get an additional copy for your friends, now you can say, this isn't just, you know, your friend Leon with the podcast, <laughs> this is bestselling author Leon Dolan's latest <laughs> bestselling book. So go for it, people. Thank you, Liz. Thank, thank you. I know it was super fun. You sort of you're on pins and needles and you go check the list. I was like, oh, there I am. So it was great. It was great. I do want to mention, I put together a bookshop.org book list of all the books that the authors I was on the panel with wrote. So Liz will have, we'll put, I'll spread that link around. Um, so it'll be in the show notes. I'll put it on all the, um, all of our social media. So you can find it if you're interested to see the other authors I was on the panel with and to get their books. Yeah, I already bought one of them. I bought Good Company by Cynthia Dupree Sweeney. Yeah. She was the author of The Nest, which a lot of people have read. Yeah, I've read. And yeah. Um, I just like the fact that she, that her name was Sweeney. And yeah. 
sitting next to you. Well, that's <laughs> then, a good reason, Liz. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was cute because then we all bought each other's books afterwards because I just somehow hadn't read any of the author's books for a variety of reasons. And um, so when I signed and she bought the Sweeney Sisters. And so when I signed it, I was like to the OG Sweeney is what I inscribed her book. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Anyway, okay, so that's one entertaining sisters, books, books, books. We have plenty of book recommendations. The only other recommendation I'm going to make, it's usually we wait until we've seen things before we recommend them on entertaining sisters. <laughs> okay. But I feel like there's really no reason to wait to okay. recommend the fact that season two of Stanley Tucci searching for Italy starts this Sunday, people. So you know what I'm going to be doing. I'll be in front of my television. He's in Venice this weekend. So it's a whole new season. You know, you got to go with the Tucci searching for Italy on CNN. I can I can recommend it with total confidence, even without having seen any of it. Okay. You are his number one fan, Liz. <laughs> All right. That is our show for today. We'd like to thank Sergio Enriquez, our engineer, and Emily Loudermilk, who does the graphics for our show. Thanks for being such a big part of Satellite Sisters. Um, Stay tuned till the end of the show. I just want to let people know we have a special poetry reading that I'm going to tell you about in the to-do list. But don't don't turn things off now. You're going to want to listen all the way through because we have some well lives liveish poetry being read at the end of Satellite Systems. <laughs> Ooh, nice. All right, Jewel. Jewel, what's on your to-do list? Dish towels. I'm going to get some spring dish towels. That's it. <laughs> okay. Right. That's it. That's wow. what I'm doing all week. And I'm going to tweaking it up. Tweaking it up. Okay. What about you, Liz? Okay. Well, tomorrow I have one of those gruesome days where not only do I have an appointment with my surgeon, I have an appointment with my oral surgeon. So that's not good. That's got Wednesday is always my day where I have a lot of extra time, but to have these appointments back to back, that was not good planning on my part. That's, that's my to-do list for tomorrow. Okay. Good luck. That sounds terrible. Good luck. Terrible. Maybe bring some spring napkins. (laughs) Leanne, how about you? Um, Hey, I'm going to celebrate Poetry Month. That's it. April is Poetry Month. And we're so happy that Kim Dower, she's been on the show before. She's been the Poet Laureate of West Hollywood previously. She's a wonderful poet here in Los Angeles. And she has a new collection of poems out. I wore this dress for you today. And it's just a lovely collection of poems about motherhood, about the relationship that women have with each other. It would be a wonderful Mother's Day gift for your mom or a mother-to-be or your sister or your aunt or somebody like that in your life. Just a lovely gift. So Kim was very kind. I I frantically texted her yesterday. I'm like, hey, can you read one of your poems into your iPhone and just send us the MP4 and I'll I'll tag it to the end of the show. So uh, my to-do list is to celebrate poetry. We're going to hear Kim's poem at the end of the show. So stay tuned. Yeah, yeah, a little poetry. It's it's Irish. It's very Irish, Liz. Very. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Very Irish. All right, we're the Satellite Sisters. Hey, sisters, have a good week. You too, and don't forget, call your Satellite Sister. I wore this dress today for you, Mom. Breezy, floral, dancing with color. Soft, silky, flows as I walk. Easter Sunday and you always liked to get dressed.
go for brunch. Maybe there's a good movie playing somewhere. Wrong religion. We were not churchgoers, but New Yorkers who understood the value of a parade down Fifth Avenue, bonnets in lavender, powder, blues, pinks, hues of spring, the hope it would bring. We had no religion, but we did have noodle kugel, grandparents, dads who could fix fans, reach the china on the top shelf, carve the turkey. That time has passed. You are the last to go, Mom, and I still feel bad I never got dressed up for you like you wanted me to. I had things, things to do. But today in L.A., hot the way you liked it, those little birds you loved to see flitting from tree to tree just saw one, a twig in its mouth, preparing a bed for its baby might still be an egg. I wish you were here. I've got a closet filled with dresses I need to show you.